we appreciate that topics we discuss may be triggering for some listeners, so please make sure that this is the right podcast for you. Even if not right now, we hope to see you soon. Hi, and welcome to Our Current Dilemma, the podcast that takes the untalkable and makes it mockable. Each episode we will talk about the highs, the lows and all the wild places that our brains take us. We aim to normalise intrusive thinking, smash the stigma around mental health and give you all a good giggle along the way. Hi, I'm Anna. And I'm Nicola and welcome to episode 8 of Our Current Dilemma. Eight, eight, eight. That means we've been doing this for two months. That ins- like that's, that's insane. <laughs> I feel like we've been doing it forever. I actually do. I do. Especially this week, we've kind of uh, made it into the small podcast market, and we've made some pals, haven't we? I know, which is very exciting. Yeah, oh, definitely. And in our prep for this week's podcast, we didn't mention the most exciting thing that's ever happened to us. Angela Scanlon. Yes. What? Like, what? She messaged us. Guys, like, we have had, like, two famous people as well. Angela Scanlon. Okay, three. And we had, yeah, Angela Scanlon was amazing because she was totally loving our uh, recommendation of her dancing. She, And I mean, looking at that dancing and the fact that she was dancing to Shake It Out by Florence and the Machine, she is definitely been listening to the podcast she's she got has. our medicinal melodies playlist on definitely yeah and then we had amy start a few weeks ago and we had cat from rock and roll bride message mm-hmm. us as well which was super exciting but i about died when it was angela scanlon i wish i wish i could let everyone hear the voice note that you sent me i can't even remember what i said i probably it was like your scream was so high pitched. I think only dogs could hear it. Ah, uh, yeah. My other half thought that something was wrong with me and was like, "What? What? 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 What's happened? What's happened?" And I was like, "It doesn't matter. You won't know." And then I said, "Such and such," and I said, and he was just like, "And I don't even have a clue what's happening." And he's just kind of looking at me like, "What? What?" And it was at that moment he reassessed all of his life choices. Yes, but he's still here, so <laughs> that's good. So that's our exciting news to start off this week. Yeah. Exciting news. We are making it with all of the micro podcasts and we're making it with all the famous people. I know. It's quite nice to have some like podcast friends. Like I feel like I the podcast is like a child and we're yes. trying to get them to like make some friends. Yeah. Just try to get out there yep. and a wee community. It's nice. Yeah, it's lovely. I love when they're um, the little meshes pop up in her inbox. I know, it's great. <laughs> so yeah, then we'll just get started. We'll get right in there. Nicola, what's your current dilemma this week? So my current dilemma this week is giving someone a recommendation. And that means I have been finding it really hard like when people rec- ask for a recommendation for me to give it. Because it's not just a case of like when somebody asks, you always good to go for dinner or what's that like what's a good podcast to listen to which is obviously ours and I give that one out all the time <laughs> but I start taking it really really personally if they don't like it I don't mean personally as in how can they not like it I just think oh my god I've wasted their time I've wasted their money they've spent like time listening to something that they could have been doing something else and it's all my fault and they're going to think I'm shit and I've got shit tasting things 
and then they're going to be angry they're going to be annoyed at me and pissed off that they, they'll never ask for my advice ever again yeah. and it just goes on and on and on and on and it's like a total spiral of getting to the point of where I was last week of nobody likes me and everyone hates me I just want to finish that with I think I'll go and eat worms <laughs> Um, but yeah, so like a couple of times this week, people have like messaged me asking for like recommendations of podcasts, and I've like sat for like an hour searching for ones, not just like you know how people would just be like, oh, this, 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 and this, and then I'm like checking in with them. Did you like it? Did you listen to it? What did you think? Because I'm like assessing what they think of me on their response to that, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's just ridiculous. Like it's just so stupid and. Like, there's absolutely no need for me to care so much about this. But I get so, like, upset if I think I've given somebody, like, a bad recommendation. Because it goes back to that place of they're not going to like me if I give them a bad one. It's it's going to make the Mindful Media section of this podcast really interesting yes, for you. Yes. <laughs> and then I, I feel can't... like I need to, like, if they come back and say, oh, I went to that restaurant and it wasn't really nice, I, like, justify it. And it makes zero difference to me. Like, I don't work there or it's not my restaurant or anything like that. But I just think, oh, no, like, how much money did they waste because of me? And, like, what if that was, like, their one night out a month? Or what if that was, like, a really special date night they went on? Or, like, do you know what I mean? Like, it just, your head goes to, like, all the situations. And it's probably just been a random thing they wanted to go out for dinner. And it probably didn't cost that much and they've probably not even thought about it afterwards. I'm still thinking about it like six months down the line. I get where you're coming from because when it comes to certain things, I get really panicked. Like, mm-hmm. what if they, like, for example, someone's like, oh, have you seen a good, like, well, probably a restaurant or you like, or have you, have you seen a good such and such and like they buy it and something yeah. happens and it blows up and they die. And then I'll blame myself because if I hadn't suggested yeah. it, they wouldn't have bought it, it wouldn't have blown up and they wouldn't have died. Yeah. Um, but also, when it comes to restaurants, you, you can't guarantee they're going to have the same waiters or same waitresses on. So you don't yeah. know if they're going to get the same service. You can't guarantee it's the same chef. You can't. Also, you don't know that person's taste buds. You don't know what they're going to order. What if they order something that's bogging? Like, you can't help that, that you've ordered the steak and it's lovely, but they've <laughs> ordered the chicken nuggets and chips and it's been gross. Like you can't guarantee that, so <laughs> oh, no. I like I I do it as well. Like I do it as well, but sitting on the outside, my logical brain. I'm, apparently, my logical brain is engaged today. I know. Um, my logical brain's like saying, but you don't have control over that. You don't have control over that person's opinion over that. So you've got to try and not do that. But, but I on, understand why you do. <laughs> but on the other side, though, like if someone says to me, like if somebody gives me a recommendation and I've been and it's shite, I'll tell them it was good. Because I don't want to upset Aww. them. That is like just you all over. That's like I don't want them to feel the way that I feel. Yeah. Even though yeah. they don't give a shit, like they won't care. They'll be like, "Oh well, like you didn't like it. Move on with their life. Never think about it again." Whereas, like I've probably had like the worst meal of my life, or I've listened to something that's been absolutely like bloody awful, and I'm like, "Oh, it's amazing. I love it so much." Listen to it all the time. Did someone uh, <laughs> did someone suggest that you go and get that seventeen pound box of snot? <laughs> yes. And you've the told whole, them it was delicious. The whole of social media told me to go there. <laughs> so they should all be feeling like shit. All of you. So what about it was all your fault? Like six episodes down the line, I'm still bloody talking about it. 
I've still been having people messaging me asking for pictures <laughs> because we have uh, some listeners that aren't on social media who actually ask for pictures of it <laughs> and I'm like yeah here you go it's definitely like my most shared photo on my phone <laughs> um, but yeah that's my again not a massive dilemma but just one that I wish I didn't overthink Mm-hmm. And one that I wish didn't like consume any more of my time than actually giving the recommendation itself. And um, it's really easy to say that. It's really easy yeah. to say, like, I wish it wouldn't. But when when you're in there, when you're in that moment, when your brain's doing its thing, as I say, your logical, rational brain's like, why are you doing yes. this? But you don't really have that much of a choice. You just have to ride the wave. And then when my logical brain is in place, which is like 0.0001% of my life, <laughs> like I'll give recommendations out. Like I'll be like, oh, you should watch this on Netflix. We should watch this on whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then for the other 99.99999% of the time, I worry about it. Yeah. It doesn't, that's Ugh. the thing. Do you find that as well? Like you'll do something when you're like in a really good place and everything's mm-hmm. really chill and you're like, yeah, this is totally normal. But then when you're in a really unhealthy place, your brain just goes, mind that time. <laughs> you suggested like, I don't know, like a phone <laughs> cover and someone like threw their phone and it smashed and you had suggested the phone cover. So obviously it was your fault that the yes, phone broke. obviously. Not that I've ever done that. I don't know why that was the one <laughs> thing that came into my head. But, you know, your mental health doesn't necessarily just pick the dilemma of like the week or the day or whatever. It picks on random nonsense. Yeah. And that's what this is. It's complete random nonsense that just takes up so much of my life that it shouldn't. And I just wish it would fuck off. But we'll get there. You will. So Anna, what's been your current dilemma this week? So my dilemma this week is one that I know you said last week, I'm surprised it's taken this lot. You'd been surprised (laughs) it's taken that long for your dilemma to get here. I've actually been very surprised that this hasn't come up before now, eight weeks in. (laughs) My current dilemma this week is verbal diarrhea. Oh, yes. <laughs> so so by that I mean I am possibly one of the most socially anxious people in all of existence. But it doesn't come out how you normally would think it would come out. So a lot of people, I think, when they find out that I am really uncomfortable in social situations... When they first meet me, wouldn't think that. They think of me as being loud, obnoxious, like in your face. Mm-hmm. And it's not that. <laughs> that's not because I am like a totally outgoing person. It's because I have got a severe case of verbal diarrhea when I meet new people. <laughs> and in new social situations, I will say stuff and think, the fuck for example <laughs> so here's this is a historical example because when i started college i <laughs> i remember i don't smoke and i've never <laughs> never smoked and i remember meeting this the first person in my college class and <laughs> she asked me if i smoked and i was so nervous <laughs> i just said yes and, and so I had to smoke a cigarette and pretend like I smoked <laughs> this woman and then avoid her for the rest of the day, for the rest of the week. And much to my my luck and joy, 
she never came back after the first <laughs> week and I thought I remember going home and I had like was like I just got home and it was my first day in my halls like the first day that I went to college was the first day that I moved in uh-huh. and all this stuff and my mum and my sister had been amazing and packed my room and stuff and I remember when they left and I remember thinking well that's just fucking it I'm a smoker now I'm an because <laughs> I can't explain to this woman that I had verbal diarrhea but do I just go up to her and say I've I've had ver- verbal diarrhea and um, I don't actually smoke. I was just so nervous that I told you I smoked. And I thought, I can't tell her that. I was like, so I have two choices here. I either avoid her for the rest of college for the next <laughs> two years or I take up smoking. So I did the avoiding because... I wasn't quite ready to commit to picking up smoking. And I remember she came up to me the second day and she's like, do you want to go out for a smoke? And I was like, oh, no, I'm trying to quit. Sorry, thanks, bye. No, give up after my one fag yesterday. (laughs) So I've had a few moments like that that have happened this week. Aren't quite as dramatic as that because I thought that that would be like a really good... There's probably some other like really hilarious stories that people can think of of me verbal dieting over years um well i thought and... you were going to bring up the time in college when oh god i know exactly what you're about to mention <laughs> when oh no you were when for I... college. Oh. do you want me do you want me to i'll i'll tell you it. Need so to tell there was this one time the one, this one time with my verbal diarrhea that I was meeting new people and I was trying to act all cool and it was all, all when I was young and 18 and I was like you don't, don't this... no sorry wait a minute don't use that as an excuse because you still do it now and you're 30. <laughs> so I uh, was chatting away at this poor girl that I just met. I think this is the one you're talking about. And I was like, blah, 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 blah. blah. <laughs> and I was like, I'd, my dad had come up to drop stuff off, down to drop stuff off and had taken me out for pizza. And we'd been at Pizza Hut and the man at Pizza Hut and I apologise to anyone that studies hospitality at college. It's a real valid course and I think it's really important. It genuinely is. And I don't mean that. But I say, he said he was studying hospitality at college. And I didn't really realise that that was something people went to college to do. I thought they just went into the hospitality industry and worked their way up in apprenticeships. So anyway, this I went home and met this girl for the first time. And I was like, oh my God, we were in the Pizza Hut. And like the man <laughs> in the Pizza Hut, like is studying hospitality. What? Who studies hospitality? And the girl turned around and she was like, me. And she (laughs) genuinely was studying hospitality. And I thought, that's the last time you should ever try to act cool. Don't don't do it because you're not cool. Like, I have never wanted the ground to swallow me up so much in all of my life. So I get myself into issues with verbal diarrhea. And it's just it's not because I'm an asshole. It's also no, you're not. 95%, 95% of the time, not because I actually think that or actually feel that way. It's because I don't know what else to say. So words just come out of my mouth. And I tend to then, nowadays, it's more anxiety-filled than it was when I was younger. So it's like, (laughs) I'll be saying something and then I'll backtrack on what I was saying and I'll think of all the hundreds of thousands of millions of ways that people might accidentally take that Mm -hmm. and I will pick on what the worst one is and I will have to then awkwardly identify that as being a possibility and tell everyone that that's not what I meant by that conversation I didn't mean this I didn't mean that I was this or that I did this or that 
anyone did this i was like i didn't mean to, that i am a horrible person i'm not and uh, i have to like overly <laughs> compensate for and everyone will just look at me like what are you saying what the fuck are you talking about <laughs> So we're moving on to the new section that you're aware we haven't had a name for. We were on a wee competition and we can say that we have found a winner. Yes, we have. There was quite a few really good options and answers and we thank you all for taking the time to enter, to put in, you know, Mm. thought out. Quite a lot of people entered more than once and so it really put some thought into it. So, yeah, it was nice to see the support, see people just getting involved, sharing and getting the word out there. So thank you, everybody. That was amazing. Yeah, Um, it was really good. There's some really good ideas on there. It was quite hard to pick, although I was saying this to Anna, like we both came to the decision, like we didn't argue about it. (laughs) Nope, which is bizarre. Like our top three was both the same Mm -hmm. and our top one obviously was both the same. So... Mm -hmm. I was like, this is why we do a podcast together. <laughs> I did think it would be more difficult. I thought you would have your heart set on one and I would have my heart set on another, yeah. but no. So on that note, Nicola, do you want to announce who the winner is? Drum roll, please, everybody. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, can you like put a drum roll over that when you <laughs> No, no, I'm not. I'm leaving it in. <laughs> um, so yes, the winner is Ashley Smith. With her suggestion of just my opinion. And she gave a bit of a reason as to why it should be called that, which I really liked. And she basically said that she knows that at the end of the section, or at the start of the section, we would both be like, but this is just our opinion. Because we're obviously paranoid about what people think, which comes with having OCD. It's totally the two of us. It's exactly what we would do. But we also thought it's really good to kind of remind people that we're not, we, we talk about it quite a lot. We're not therapists. We're not trained. These nope. are just our opinions and our own life experiences. So we're talking about how we manage our mental health. Um, yep. And I think that it's a good reminder that we're not giving out advice willy-nilly. This is just what we do. And just it's, our opinion. It's just our opinion. So on that note, Nicola, do you want to start the new section that's called just our opinion so we've had a question submitted for the just our opinion section and that is you've talked about not realizing when you're being rude in episode six due to your ocd do you ever forget blackout episodes or situations how does this make you feel and what do you do to deal and move on from them that's a really good question um are you wanting me to answer it first yeah go on if i am in a really really severe mental health episode and I know that particular episode that we talked about that I have spoken about how I've affected like my family mm-hmm. and a lot of when I was at, at my very first mental breakdown it makes it sound like I've had loads but I know that there's like weeks of my life that I was just absolutely awful to my mm-hmm. family and I don't remember it I don't remember being the way that I was. And that's why I say in hindsight, I can appreciate and I've heard their their stories and they, they've told me about the way that I've acted and I have apologised for it, but I don't have any recollection of it. And that's scary. 
that's really really scary to think that you can get in such a dark place that you don't remember. Yeah. I mean, I suppose it's your brain coping with like the fact that that's too painful. You can't go back there. And that's what how, how you deal with trauma and how you deal with, with difficulties. But um, it's still, it's hard. Like that's actually a really, really hard thing to talk about for me. Oh mm-hmm. God, my family are super, super important to me. And to know that I've hurt them as deeply as I have in those times that I and I, I can't remember it and knowing that if I ever get to that stage again I don't know what to do so mm-hmm. the only thing that I really can do is to not let myself get to that stage again which is why I try and work on my mental health at every turn that I possibly can but that's that's hard it's a hard thing to happen it's a hard thing to yeah. go, to go through it's a hard thing the people you're closest to and often that is who you kind of pick on because you know you can and, and you, you can trust them with those emotions yeah yeah definitely how about you so I can um I can think of a couple of times where I've like blacked out things not like not like long periods of time but maybe when I am maybe having a bit of a moment or having a bit of like a panic like I come round and I don't remember it and I know that can be quite hard for other people to see and I suppose, like you, like I find it quite difficult knowing that I've put someone else through that. And I know that at the beginning when I didn't think there was anything wrong with me, I definitely took it out on like my family and on Scott quite a lot because they're like the people closest to you and you kind of just lash out or you do the opposite and you don't talk to them, which is, mm-hmm. can sometimes be just as hard for them. And I think it's just... I feel really lucky that I've had always had like good people in place that have been there like for me when that's happened. But I think I definitely blank out moments of when I reach kind of like a peak in pa- like when I'm panicking or when I'm having really bad thoughts. I think with and- with intrusive thinking as well, it's really hard to go back there because that's, yeah. that's a trigger and that's why your intrusive thoughts have been there in the first place so you do stop thinking about things and you black them yeah. out because y- your brain is protecting itself and you don't want to be triggered by that anymore exactly so yeah it's a really good question i could probably talk about it for a long time mm-hmm. but i think i would maybe just talk about a bit too much i think it's a it's a hard question to get into without as you say like you could do a whole like we could do a whole episode on that question yeah but, I actually think, and this is possibly going to sound really bizarre because we're doing a podcast, but I don't know that I'm ready to answer that question. Like, I don't know that I'm ready in a place in my mental health to know enough about about myself, yeah. to know enough about how that makes me feel. It's the how it makes me feel that I I don't think I'm ready to to kind of un, un yeah like to, like kind of unpick. Mm-hmm. Like I think that that's that's its own that that takes time that takes mm-hmm. time and it's really hard and I didn't yeah expect, it's a good question though. I didn't I didn't expect myself to feel as like unresolved about it if that makes sense like I didn't really realize that that was something I hadn't really something that well, I think that's part of it though like I don't think I don't think you ever get to a point where things are resolved as such mm-hmm. um, because I think like when even when you have like healthier coping mechanisms they can soon become unhealthy yeah or they just don't work anymore or you find something else that works so I think it's like a constant like a constant learning process but I think just to kind of round that up 
like I think that's quite common though is for people to like from what I've heard like talking to other people with OCD or other people with depression or PTSD blacking out memories is a definite way of of coping and kind of moving on from things Mm -hmm. which is why like when you do like trauma work and stuff like that you find really difficult to kind of go back there it's a trigger and there's a reason that your yeah. brain's forgotten it yeah mm-hmm. um so yeah i really like that question also thank you to yeah. whoever sent that in um and yeah again that's just our opinion on it that's just our opinion now we're moving on to nicola's fave section mm-hmm. nicola Give us your moan so we can move the fuck on. So my moan this week is when people tell you half a story. Because <laughs> it really fucks me off. And I hate even more when it's done over message. And they end what they've told you in three fucking dots. Because they want a reaction. And I'm like, I'm not giving you my reaction until you tell me the rest. Or when they tell you half a story and say, oh, I shouldn't have said that. Or maybe I shouldn't tell you this. Fucking tell me because you're not telling me this means that I'm just going to make it up in my head and it will probably be a lot worse than it actually is. <laughs> and I just hate people and it's always done for effect and it happens at my work and it happens like not in work and it happens all the time. It's just like half people that tell half a story and I don't think they realise how fucking annoying it is and they're the worst type of people. Like, the worst type of people in the world are people that tell you half a story and then refuse to tell you the rest. Just don't tell me anything. Like, I'd rather know nothing than know half a story. Because sure as shit, what you're conjuring up in your head is going to be a lot worse than what they're actually about to tell you. Uh-huh. And usually it's pish. Usually it's rubbish and it's like, I don't even care. But by not telling me the full story, I think everyone's going to die and the world's going to end. So please, tell me everything. <laughs> Or tell me nothing. Just annoying. And that's all I'm going to say in the matter. Because people need to do what I've said. And that is that. And that is that. So Anna, what is your moan and move on? I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm shouting at you, sorry. <laughs> my, well, Anna. I'm about to start shouting because my moan and move on, I'm pretty passionate about. I'm ready for this. My moan and move on is when... People are walking their dogs. I love dogs, right? I love dogs, don't get me wrong. But when people are walking their dogs and their dogs do their business in the beautiful nature, they pick it up, they put it in a non-decomposable bag and they leave it on the side of the fucking path (laughs) or in a tree. We were out for this beautiful walk today. It was amazing. Honestly, like I'm going to put a video up on on our social medias because it was one of the most majestical magical places i have ever been and it was just a a bloody wood but the atmosphere in this place was oh it was gorgeous i loved it going back all the time but i found this beautiful tree this absolutely beautiful tree and i was like why have you stuck your dog shite in a bag on this tree (laughs) why have you just got it left on this little perch on a tree and like there was a few people wandering but this this wood is massive. There's no way someone was coming back for that shite. There's no yeah. way someone was coming back. And I said this when I was there. I said to my other half, I was like, 
the the thing that really pisses me off about that is people who do that don't give a shit about nature they are doing it for other people humans are parasites they're doing it for other people (laughs) so that the other people don't stand on the dog shit and they're doing it because they don't want other people to think that they're a bad person because they've left their dog shit when really if they just fucking left their dog shit it would decompose and become part of nature and it doesn't fucking matter and that's all I'm saying on it. I'm done. I can't anymore. I fucking hate it. <laughs> I fucking hate it as well. Oh. Because you know, like, and I get it. Like, they're putting it on to think I'll come back for it. And also, it's a massive... Don't. But honestly, it's a massive fucking woods where we were today. And who the shit was watching them? There wasn't enough people parked. Like, it's so big that, like, there was no way anyone was near them at that time. Like, we were there for two hours today and we came across two people. Like, there's no way anyone was watching them. They were doing it for for fucking no one so just leave the shit and if you're that worried about it like kick the shit so it's not on the path for people to walk on but just let it decompose or buy decompossible dog shit bags so that they will compose or and just take it home like put it in your pocket and it'll keep your hands up <laughs> fuck oh so if you do that if you're the person that does that stop Stop doing it or take it home with you. (laughs) Anna, what kind of mindful media have you been enjoying this week? We have tried to record this, as usual, a few times and... uh... Anna's just been fucking rude and annoying me. We've had a bit of an argument and yeah, okay, (laughs) off off, off air. Tell me, tell me, go on, tell me, what have you been enjoying? Um, So actually, (laughs) I've taken a bit of a different route this week. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to suggest any media. What I'm going to suggest for people is that perhaps trying a social media detox. Um, I had a few days where I just turned off all social media, took a few days off because it was all just getting a lot. It was just getting a lot for me. And obviously we started the podcast and we had loads to do like media wise on here. And I just gave my phone to my other half and was like, don't let me on it unless I desperately need to be on it, unless I've got, like, something really important comes through. So I was checking texts and stuff just in case anything important came through, but not replying to anything. Just had, Uh like, a day or two away from everything and not using, like, TikTok, not using Instagram, and my head, and not checking the news all the time because I'd gotten into, like, this really bad rut of checking the news so I deleted everything off of like my frequently used page on my browser browser that's one my internet browser so that I didn't just automatically go in and check the news I had too much COVID-19 too much coronavirus too much Brexit too much this too much that mm-hmm. and it was all just in my head ruminating round and round and round and I was like this is too much like this is just too much and I could feel mm-hmm. the pressure of impending doom of all this stuff on top of me and I just decided to take a few days off. So that is it's, it's a bit of a, here's some mindful media, but actually I'm telling you to not have any media. But I think it's really important to know when it's too much, when everything's just too much. Yeah. And I cooked 
I cleaned my house. I we watched telly, like just random nonsense, nothing exciting on telly. And it was really nice to just take a few steps back. And I know know people who've done like social media detoxes for years, like and I I've got really minimal media to be honest. Like I don't have a Facebook, I don't have anything like that. But what I found is the obsessive compulsions in me to check that to check social media to do all that sort of stuff are really really hard to get away from and the more I do them the the worse they get so I just replace it with things like the news which is the one of the worst things I could replace it with or mm-hmm. reading BuzzFeed articles that mean absolutely nothing or doing BuzzFeed quizzes that are like we can tell by your choices in potato if you're a <laughs> man or a woman what <laughs> Yeah, I had a few days off and I think it's really, really important to know when you just need time to exist and not be... Sometimes too much information is not good, like too much news. Yeah. Um, You want to be a well-educated, well-informed, you know, person in the world, knowing all the news of the world and all that sort of stuff. But sometimes that isn't the best thing. So, yeah, if you feel that, that it's all getting too much, you are also completely entitled to turn your phone off and have a few days to yourself. Nicola, what is your media? So my media this week is an article that was in the Happyful magazine for April. And it was just like a literally like a fat, not even a five minute read, like literally a two minute read article on managing overthinking. And I think what I like about it is it literally is eight steps of things you can try when you are in that kind of spiraling stage of overthinking and when those intrusive thoughts are getting really bad, like just eight different things to try. So you could like, like try and distract yourself, try and break it down into like one step at a time, just pause and reflect, talk it out with someone. And it just kind of gives you like a little description of what you could do for each of like each it's not even each step because you don't need to follow them in order but each suggestion and I just thought it's quite good I really like things that are just kind of really simple and really clear Mm -hmm. and I think we spoke about this with the podcast last week about like the description of what OCD is and what intrusive thoughts are just being really like clean and simple and I think that's what I like about this little article is that it's just to the point like I hate, like, I love reading, I love learning things, but when things are too wordy, like, I just can't, like, I just need to be told, like, the fact. Yeah. I get lost in the words, I get lost in the story, and then I miss the point, like, I kind of, I don't have a really, really long attention span, like, I kind of just need things that are, like, there and just tells me what I need to do. Like, you know, when you've got, like, a like a, a recipe, or you're trying to follow something on YouTube, and it gives you, like, the life story beforehand. Mm-hmm. Like, that really pisses me your, off. Uh, your um, concentration's gone before you've even started. Aha! Uh-huh. And then you're trying to skip to the bit. So this article is just eight points. And within those eight points, there's going to be one, I think, that would, would work for you, like, depending on what's going on at the time. And my favourite one on there is the fourth point, which is share the love. So doing something nice for someone else, can you remind you that things aren't so bad and it can stop the spiral? And that's one that I really believe in because I will, if I feel that I've got like, a, like if I feel anxious, if I feel really tense or stressed, I'll go and do some volunteering. Mm-hmm. 
and that like totally it makes me feel like I've done something like I've changed something it really really helps me and like kind of breaking that thought up mm-hmm. and I'm quite lucky that the volunteering I do there's kind of like a couple opportunities throughout the week you can go and do that but even just like going and taking someone like about shopping or text and see if anybody needs anything bro and just something that will like break up your day or break up that thought and that's that's like my favorite one and that's one that like works for me basically every time it, it just is like if I can identify that that's what's happening in a decent enough time but yeah if the article's really good like we'll share a link to it um and it would be good just if anyone feels like they're kind of going into that overthinking or that spiraling stage to try one of these things or test them out and see how they work for them so yeah I found that a really useful article and I've kind of I've saved it like onto like my favourite so I can just keep going back to just keep reminding myself that there are things that you can do when things do feel a bit much. I like the um the happyful ones because they are like that as you say they're they're, they're to the point they're quick because they're easy mm-hmm. and sometimes when you're in your like worst frame of mind you are seeking that information and you're 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 seeking it quick and the jargon just is so over your head because yeah what you want to hear is even when you're not in a bad frame of mind like or not a bad frame of mind but in you know you're you're not struggling when you're reading things on your phone or that or you're on like say you're on a tube and you're you're quickly reading stuff you don't want something that's like 45 pages long that's like a medical mm-hmm. in depth you need something that's quick and snappy so i totally agree Okay, so last but not least, we are on to our medicinal melodies. Nicola, what's yours this week? So mine this week is a cover of Shania Twain's That Don't Impress Me Much by Haim. And I don't know if I'm saying that right. You are, you're saying that right. (laughs) So I was going to use this as one of my medicinal, medicinal melodies a couple of weeks ago. And I was just too scared to say it out loud and I asked you how you pronounced it. Um, I mean Scott fell out over it you and Scott fell out over it that's right because I really like Haim Haim yeah and I've listened to them for years and I just have never known how to pronounce it Scott thought it was Haim I didn't know I thought it was H-E-I-M um, and it's a bit like Hermione Granger when I read the Harry Potter books I thought it was Hermione so it takes me so much effort to say Hermione because I just want to say Hermione because that's how I read it for years first, for years <laughs> so it's like changing someone's name so like that's that like that's the the same but I love this song it's like a real feel good um it's like quite like a chilled cover but it's still quite kind of like it's got a little beat to it um and I just love that song and I just love the way that they've covered it um and it's in my um upbeat playlist that I made myself of songs that could lift my mood um, so I hope that others will think that it does the same when we put it into our playlist on Spotify and Apple Music I love the the sound that Haim have like I love it yeah and it's just like it's chilled but happy yeah. it's just great and they've got something that I don't think many people have there's like a, a pizzazz but um, as soon as I saw this on the list, I was like, I did not know that that existed. I'm so excited to listen to it. And then we we came on the call with each other and I was like, I'm going to have to listen to this straight away afterwards. <laughs> no, it's so good. 
And what's yours this week? So mine's is uh it's an older song, it's a total classic. Um it is called Murder She Wrote and I am really gonna say this wrong, which is bad of me. Shakademus and the and Pliers featuring Sly and Robbie, I think is how it's pronounced. But please feel free to correct me if I'm wrong. And it's just brilliant. Like, it makes me dance. I can't not hear it. And it was an, I've known it for years, but an Instagrammer posted it on over like one of their reels the other day. And I was like, mm-hmm. what a tune. And as soon as I heard it, I was like, this is my medicinal melody for this week. <laughs> and I listened to it on repeat whilst I was getting ready this morning and my other half must have been like what the bloody hell is she listening to because it was just on repeat because it was brilliant and it just makes me want to dance and now that the sun is shining well although it was snowing today which is weird global warming etc but anyway and um, when the sun's shining like it's such a good like tune for like sitting out mm-hmm. in the park just chilling and listening to um and it's so good so that will get added to the list as well. It's the very different vibes from my choice last week, but it's great. Great song. So we have come to the end of episode eight. Um, and we're just going to put out another little shout out for Ashley Smith. Thank you very much for naming our new segment. It is now called Just In My Opinion. Get in contact with us with your details so we can send your prize on to you. Um, it's very exciting it's very exciting and thanks again for everyone for entering it was a really really difficult decision but yeah congratulations Ashley you are now what's the word I'm looking for infamized infamized (laughs) I don't know maybe made that up forever in this podcast Um, so yeah we're excited aren't we we're excited about that name yeah I think it's it just kind of fits really well and yeah thank you very much Ashley uh, we really appreciate your idea whoa, 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 whoa. you're a winner you're a winner baby you're a winner Woo! you're a winner baby so thanks for uh, for making it this far again as always yep. we have a new social media everyone we are now on TikTok we are those 30 year old people trying to make it on TikTok. Um, so if you have a TikTok, if you want to keep an eye out for any silly videos we have up there, any trends we're trying to latch onto, um, <laughs> you might find us. I haven't used TikTok, so Anna, you are totally taking the lead with it. <laughs> I'm a little bit scared of TikTok, don't know why. Because we're old. I'm just like, oh no. Because we're old. So I need to play about with it. Like, I've got an account, I've got it on my phone, but I never use it. Um, the only reason I've got it is because people keep sending me bloody TikTok videos. <laughs> like, I must get sent at least 15 a day. It's because there's some funny ones. And I watch them. No, they, and they always are good, though. Like, do you know what I mean? They always are good. So, yes, I am going to take this week to learn tiktok yeah i don't i'm i mean i'm very much a watcher of funny videos on tiktok less of a <laughs> maker of videos on tiktok so that's going to be new so if you have tiktok find us if you're not a tiktok user don't worry they'll all be on the instagram as well so yep add us on instagram if you're using apple Podcasts, like subscribe review it helps us 
yeah, thanks for listening as usual. Um, you're all wonderful. You're all fabulous. And hopefully we'll see you next week. Thanks, everyone. Cheers for your ears. Hugs for your love. Mwah, 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 mwah. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. Our current dilemma is based on our own mental health experiences and is in no way advice or guidance from a professional. If you feel you need urgent help or are at the point of crisis, please look at our website or social media for a list of places and people that can help. You are not alone. Thank you.